Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now we're going to talk some college football with our friend Houston Nutt, CBS Sports College Football Analyst, longtime college football coach. Coach, good morning. Thanks for um, Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, Bill. So we were just talking last hour about this um, kerfuffle that's bubbling up in Iowa involving Kirk Ferentz, who's a very, very impressive coach, uh, and his son, Brian Ferentz, who is a offensive coordinator who's not having a lot of success, as you probably know, to the consternation of not just Iowa fans, but it's becoming a regional national story and the idea of whether there's there's nepotism involved. Coach, obviously, coaches hire their, their, their kids all the time. Uh, that is common. What is the difficulty, what is the possibility, if you're in a situation like Kirk Ferentz, that you're able to move on from your own son if it's, if it's not working out? That's the toughest uh, scenario there is as far as the head coach and the son because, you know, that's family. And what makes it triple tough is uh, when, when there's not success. Now, if they were having success, we wouldn't be having this conversation whatsoever. But since there's problems with moving the ball and putting points on the board this all comes to a head so it's it's just real tough and you know the dad doesn't want to do anything but keep his son you know right there coaching with him and he knows he has good qualities but you know it's just as tough as you can get because uh the fans they're going to demand it and and it could be even some players saying hey we got to we got to do some things a little bit different. And uh, that's what makes it tough, you know, because it's all about uh, production. Houston Nutt here on the show. Certainly that criticism rashes it up after Iowa just got manhandled by Ohio State 54-10. That Buckeyes team obviously really impressive. They're at Penn State th- this upcoming weekend. How do you feel, how do you think Ohio State, as best you can tell, stacks up compared to the Penn State team they play in a few days, and obviously a Michigan team that, that everybody's eyeing toward the end of the season. Yeah. Boy, just looking at it uh, on paper, you know, you just feel like Ohio State, you know, has the best team when you talk about going against those two teams. But, you know, you got to go play it. Uh, I, I do think, you know, C.J. Stroud and this defense, you know, they're, they're so good and they're very talented. And now as the season gets a little tougher, I uh, can't wait to watch these games. I just think Ohio State's better right now. Uh, Michigan State really surprised me. I didn't think they would run the uh, just run Penn State out the way they did. So they're they're better than I thought, and they're playing really well right now. So I can't wait to see the Michigan Ohio State game because uh, I know Michigan's physical. It's just 
when you look at Ohio State and you look at them run at every position, they just they look quicker, they look faster, more athletic, and um, I, I just think they're ahead of, ahead of the game right now when you talk about the, going against those two opponents. Coach, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I, I am curious, and again, it's all guesswork. But whether it's Ohio State or it's Michigan, do you think whichever those team two teams, presuming one does, comes out of the Big Ten? can compete against the Georgias and the, the Alabamas and, and the Tennessees? I do. I do. I, I think they can. Um, you know, again, I, I'm, I, wa- I I get to watch a little bit more of the SEC, and um, I, I probably I, I, I see them more, and so I, I feel like I know them better. But just the, the little the, – the couple of, of games that I've seen from Ohio State – I, I know they can uh, because, again, like we mentioned, hey, they're they're tough, they're fast, and C.J. Stroud always you, you you take the quarterback that that's putting points on the board, and knows how to distribute the ball. Uh, boy, he's he's playing at a very high level, so I, I do think they can compete. Coach, Oregon had a really important big win over this past weekend against UCLA. They're mostly having a really impressive season, but obviously that game against Georgia earlier in the year wasn't just a loss. It, it was an embarrassing loss. For you, is Oregon disqualified from the college football playoff because of that game, or can a team play themselves back into that level of, of contention despite, again, a, a pretty lopsided loss early on? I do. I think they can play it. in. I think you and I had this conversation I think about two or three years ago, and I think when you asked me what would you do if I was the czar, what would you do that's right. as far as the playoffs? And, and w- I, that's where I believe in champions. And, and if you take each champion, I think they deserve to be there. When you win your conference, they deserve to be there. So let's take Oregon. They have an embarrassing loss. You know, and the noise gets loud. And this is where I give Coach Lanning a lot of credit. Boy, they went back to work, and you look from that first game, look how much better they've gotten week in and week out. They've gotten better and better and better. And really, a lot of people didn't think there's no way that Oregon's going to beat UCLA the way they were riding high with, with Chip Kelly. And Bo Nix is playing so much better right now today than he's ever played in college. Uh, 22 for 28, and I mean, this to me has a true command of the offense. I do believe a team like that deserves a chance to work their way back the way just the way they're doing it. They go ahead and win a championship. Hey, they deserve to be there. That's, yeah, it's it's such an interesting scenario because I think a lot of us just unfairly wrote them off, Coach Houston Nut here on here on the show. On the less positive side, right? This is college sports. This is this is big time sports. Some people win, some people lose. That's the way it goes. Texas A and M have dropped three in, in a row at this point. What is wrong? What is going on? What is going sideways, at least right now, Coach, from your perspective with that program? Well, you know, it, I mean, Jimbo's always been tied to, to the offensive side and leans that way because he's always been a – I remember going against him when he's offense coordinator for Nick Saban at LSU, so I always think about him in that light. And the offense, it just doesn't look very good. And the quarterback, uh, you know, has had problems. Of course, he lost Max Johnson. He lost Haynes. Both of them have been hurt. And they just don't look comfortable, and they're not getting things done. You're losing Anaya Smith. You lose some players, and the offensive line doesn't look in sync. They, there's some inexperience there as well. So, but here's what's amazing, though, right here, Bill, is when when things don't go right, it seems like there's a few more 
people in the training room. There's a few more people miss study hall. There's a few more people that don't go to class. There's a few more people now that are going to do something in the locker room after a game. It just adds up, and it's just a bad look. And this is where, you know, Jimbo has to get a hold of this team. And it, it, it's it's hard when, when the ball is going down the wrong hill, going downhill fast, and everything's going against you. And this is where you have to have some seniors or a few leaders, whether it be juniors or whoever, get them first and get this team back in line and somehow, some way, save this season and get to a bowl game. Now, they were rated not too long ago about, what, number six or number seven, number eight in the country. And so that's how quick it can fall. And so as quick as you fall, you you got to somehow turn it back. And, and it won't be easy because the, the negativity and the amount of money he's making and all that, then your players get in trouble. Whew, it's not easy. Coach, uh, this may not happen. I, w- I want to ask you, though. Let's just say for the sake of argument that Clemson remains undefeated, that an undefeated team – presumably the winner of Michigan, Ohio State, comes out of the Big Ten, and that TCU just keeps winning football games. Do you leave one or several of those programs out if the SEC, if Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama all keep winning most of their games and each of those teams could end up with one loss, which would be interesting? Or do you just say to the SEC, sorry, the winner of the SEC championship game is all is all you're getting? Wow. That's a, that's a heck of a question right now. You know, I, I just got to see, if you ask me, I, I got to see how this plays out. I got to see, you know, what it looks like. But, um, you know, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to think about that. But you're right, though. If you, if you, if you say TCU wins out, I mean, how are you not going to give them that opportunity? They deserve it. If they went out and they're the champion of the Big 12 and they're undefeated, I don't see how you can leave them out. And then you're going to take the Big Ten champion. And then you're going to take the ACC champion. And so, to me, the, in that scenario, it's almost got to be it's one. You get one SEC team. But, uh, again, you like to see, you know, what it looks like when you, when you watch these last few games. That's why I love this part of this time coming up is as we leave October and we get into November because that's when we all remember is these last four weeks, you know, uh, everything gets really important. Coach, last question for you. We'll probably have some – we'll be a lot further toward clarity on November 5th after Tennessee plays Georgia. But right now, best guess, who's the best team in the SEC, which I would presume for, for most of us would, would make that answer the best team in, in America? Oof, best team in the SEC. You know, what's, what's really difficult right now is uh, Tennessee has, has looked so good, and I, I – I love Hendon Hooker. I love what he's doing. I love what Josh Heupel's doing. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, these guys are fun to watch. I don't know how good they are on defense. Now, there's some good athletes. They do a good job. But we got to remember, you know, we don't talk too much, Bill, about a guy like Bryce Young. He threw for 455 yards on him. He threw for 455 yards, and his team had like 569 yards of offense. And so – I just don't know if you can say Tennessee's the best team right now. Now I can't wait to see the Tennessee Georgia game and see how that how that plays out. And I still got a lot of confidence in Georgia. Uh, Stetson Bennett. I, I keep looking, even though they've been a little inconsistent. 
Uh, they haven't had Jalen Carter. Keep your eye on him. Now, he's a difference maker in the defensive line, a big-time difference maker. So let's see what happens there as far as getting health, getting everybody healthy, because, you know, we we, we saw the first game that or, uh, Georgia played Oregon, and, I mean, after losing 15 first-round uh, first NFL draft choices, whatever it was, you got to think, well, uh, Georgia's going to take a really step backwards now. But the way they came out of the shoot, beating Oregon, I'm thinking, my gosh, all Kirby did was just reload this thing. And so I got a lot of confidence. When I watched Georgia, I know they've had some down games. Missouri probably should have beat them, uh, but they didn't. And so they found a way to win. And so I, I just I can't wait to finish out. So I'm I'm kind of dodging your question right now because I don't know. <laughs> hey, I would dodge it too. It's going to be so much fun in a couple weeks that Georgia Tennessee game. Coach, as always, man, love talking some some football with you. Thanks for thanks for making time for for us in the audience. Hey, Bill, thanks for having me. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 